hot dog underwater, and you're listening to Slurmcast, a podcast for no reason. Today we'll be discussing Season 6, Episode 12, The Mutants Are Revolting. My name is Michelle Burlingame. With me are Tommy Roulette. I also can eat a hot dog underwater. <laughs> Pete Woodward. I also can eat a hot dog <laughs> underwater. And once again, we are by ourselves, guestless. Yeah, we just, we're, we're trying to get caught up. And, and the, 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 the math we were just doing like 30 seconds ago trying to figure mm-hmm. out why this is the 100th episode of the show and not our 100th episode. Yeah. We're also very, very tired. Yeah, it was really confusing. <laughs> but I think, I think you guys figured it out. It was because of the movies, right? Yep. yep. Um, yeah, they count them as separate episodes. What, it breaks down into four episodes? Yeah, I, I believe so. Um, and this is uh, our 100th. still doesn't 100th- make sense. If there's four episodes, there's how many movies? Four movies? Four movies. Four movies. So that would have been an extra... Well, we also split, like, one of the movies into two episodes. But we, I thought it we doesn't matter. They were a, it was A and B, we? or 0.5, is how I numbered them. Well, then I don't know. I, I guess it's... <laughs> no, because, like, one we did... <laughs> I think two of them we did... So that would be 16 episodes, right? And I think we got nine episodes out of the four movies. So, no, that's still not right. We must have... I don't know. Anyway, this is our 95th real episode. It's the 100th episode of Futurama. I, this is how perplexed I was. My first note was, what is the 100 at the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> like, it didn't compute. And I guess even when the professor's like, this is our 100th delivery, the 10th per year, I, I just... It, none of that even connected. Like, I did not even do the math until we started talking about it this evening. Mm-hmm. And next week, we will have the broadcast season seven season finale. Really? Yes. Already? Yes. I mean, not our next episode. It might come out next week. It might come <laughs> out four weeks from now. You never know anymore. It's tough. We're trying, though. We're doing our best. Yes. It's hard. Maybe, maybe if you bought things and... Yeah, we'd be a little more inclined to get our asses here and record every it's, week. It's not even that. I mean, my ass is always here unless it's not. <laughs> That's the problem. I'm going to be all over. All over. All over. I, uh, have you ever been to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho? No. Me neither until next week. Never been to Idaho. <laughs> yeah. That's, well... Technically, My when this comes out, Idaho. you'll probably have already been to Idaho, or you'll be in Idaho. I'll be in Idaho <laughs> going, that's me on the, on the internet, talking about Idaho that I haven't been in yet, but I'm in it right now. The paradoxes, the paradoxes. Um, I like Bender's idea to have 100 kegs and 100 hookers and 100 Elvis impersonators. Who aren't above a little hooking should yes. the occasion arise. Because then, you know, then you can have, you, you can know. fudge those numbers. Do you guys know any Elvis impersonators? I do. I do too. <laughs> I've seen Elvis impersonators. I don't know. I, do, I wonder if we know the same one. Probably not. I, it would be funny if we did though. The one that I know is my age. He's been doing it since he was like four. The one that I know is a little bit younger than me, and he's been doing it for probably twenty years. So they're, I guess, they're not the same person. They're but probably it's still, friends, which is weird. Yeah. It's Are weird they? Not opposed to a little hooking if the opportunity arises. And there's an argument to be made that doing that in the first place is a form of hooking. So, I, I mean. They prefer to be called Elvis tribute artists. Yeah. Just FYI. Yeah. They don't like being called impersonators. It's fine. At least the ones that perform, the ones that are actual. Because like, identity theft is a serious crime. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make a guy who's Santa at the mall a Santa impersonator or a Santa <laughs> <laughs> Depends it, it on is, how committed. Wait, it's not Santa Claus? 
No. I thought I thought it was actually Santa Claus. No. Oh. I'm going to start calling mall Santas Santa <laughs> tribute artists. <laughs> Which those guys would probably love, and then mm-hmm. it would take a real dark <laughs> turn real quick. Like, yeah. <laughs> come, come pay tribute to Santa with me. Um, the, uh, the explosive souffle. This was an interesting plot device um, because it seems like Elzar would be able to make something that's more stable. It was because it was all full of nitroglycerin for Mrs. Astor. Yes, for her heart. Because um, she's a classy lady. My eye. Uh-oh. <laughs> Go on, I'm sorry. Okay, Pig Pen. <laughs> um, the, the, the thing that I did notice um, was that when they were on the actual run, the graphics was like, oh, let's spend some extra money on the graphics. So if this was towards the end of season seven, Mm-hmm. They must have been trying to spend off that budget on some extra CGI or oh, something. Oh, yeah. And then uh, you'll see in the next episode how much budget they spend. Did they go overboard? Well, I mean, it's the holiday spectacular. Oh, shit. Does Santa Bot come back to uh-huh. it again? God damn it. And, All right. Uh, ro- it's the Robonica Kwanzaa Bot. Okay. I, played by Coolio Musi- still? Musical episode. I believe so. Okay. Okay. I'm good with that. But you just said musical, so I'm already. Oh, It God. is a musical is- episode. Oh, shit. Um, I, one, one stupid, stupid gag they had in this that made me laugh out loud and I thought was super funny was when they landed on Mrs. Astor's planet Yeah, and they had the rickety rope bridge (laughs) benders, Uh benders like running around the planet to wind up. I loved it. He crosses the bridge twice to yeah. jump across the bridge so he <laughs> yeah. doesn't have to walk the bridge. Yeah. And they're all worried about it. And yeah. then he gets jumped across and, and they they're all walk. there. Yeah. They just walk behind him. Yeah. It was so good. It like it reminded me of the little prince a little bit. Where he had the little did you ever see the yes. old movie? And it was just, it's just terrifying. It's very strange. I mean, certainly the little prince would have died. There's no way a planet that size could have air. No. Held in by its Yeah, gravity. there's it's no atmosphere on that planet. Fucking French science fiction bullshit. Um, <laughs> the butler, he answers the door. I would inform Mrs. Astor that the circus is in town. <laughs> <laughs> that that butler's name is Hobbsy, by the way. It, is that, does she say that? Hobbsy. Or is it just, uh, she, that's what he's credited as? She does say that. Oh, my God. It's just, um, I, I, I I love the, I can eat a hot dog underwater line. Just that whole thing where they're trying to explain what the fuck they are. It used to be my bio on Facebook until a bunch of creeps started fucking messaging me going like, oh, you can eat a hot, where else can you eat hot dogs? (laughs) So I removed it. That doesn't surprise me at all. And it makes me feel bad. But on the other hand, like. I'm, I don't want to say you were asking for it, but that's, I mean, that's uh, you have to consider where you're where you're putting suggestive things. It's not suggestive. It's a hot dog underwater. Yes, but you have to understand that internet troll creeps can turn anything into suggestive. So I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's right. <laughs> I'm not saying it's good. But the I'm the, saying I should be able to put whatever the fuck I want in my bio, Pete. And you should. <laughs> and I, I support you and your efforts to do that. At the same time, the the turn of events that occurred, not surprising at all. One hundred percent not surprising. Um this, that that's just it's so fry. It's like the 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 distillation 
a fry's essence into that one statement. Yes. And I want to know who wrote well, that line. So the I think my favorite part about it is that it's he says it just so he's so innocent. Because so after they feed Mrs. Astor the the souffle, um, she says she goes to professor and she says, uh, do you have, good good work, sir. Do you have a name or something like that? And he tells her Hubert Farnsworth, and she goes, ah, Farnsworth, you say. The Farnsworths have been in New New York for almost 200 years. And then he says, ah, yes, I have. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, he, he has. But then, like, Fry says, I'm his uncle. Like, he's just so surprised, like, so happy that someone knows, like, yeah. the Farnsworth name. Like, he's one of them, and now he might be impressive. And so he's trying to think of something that he can bring to the table, and it's <laughs> eating a hot dog underwater. I, I'm, Okay. I'm trying to think about the mechanics of that now. Uh, bun or no bun? Because if you had the bun, it would be kind of a, a Kobayashi thing where you soak the bun in water to make it dissolve so you can swallow mm-hmm. it fast. But if you just had a sausage underwater. Well, in uh, the last episode, Fry found two hot dogs. So I wonder if these <laughs> are the same hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, he didn't say where he found them or what the conditions were. Where he <laughs> hot them. dogs I found. And if you just found them like on the ground, eating them underwater might be a way to like wash them off. Yeah, that's what uh, I'm thinking. Huh. I'm thinking they're just hot dogs, like no bun, just hot dogs. I kind of want to fill up like my it. sink. And then, like, throw a bunch of shit in my mouth and see if I can chew underwater. Like, that's... Oh, you definitely can. That's, that's number one. I mean, you, you, you can in theory, but you have to keep your mouth... You, you can in practice. Like, tight. <laughs> I've, I've done it before. You can absolutely eat underwater. Well, okay. What have you eaten underwater and why? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> no. Uh, you know, sometimes... When, uh, when you have a, a long day at work and you're sore and, uh, you just want to like hang out in, in a bubble bath, but also like eat a snack. I've done that many times. Okay. So sometimes you, you just gotta, you just gotta treat yourself. You and just take you a just bite. Then you just go underwater. Yeah. And you chew it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's easy unless you're an open mouth eater. <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah. <laughs> well, there's, I don't open mouth my open. Mouth, yeah. there's that, but the other thing you have to consider is finding a bathtub that can accommodate me is that, not, Yeah, I'm saying that's not hard for me. Maybe, no. maybe for you. Cause you're super tall, but yeah, I used to have a nice claw foot at my old place that I probably mm-hmm. could have soaked in, but then it was like, you know, God knows how many years old and full of who knows whose blood. So <laughs> I didn't want to soak in it. It's just like, it was there. Um, so I that that had me wondering actually like it's she recognizes Farnsworth's name does that mean that his his family has preceded him in notoriety or cuz I I still feel like I think she's just heard of him because she says he's been around so the, long. Yeah, the Farnsworths have been in New New York for over 200 years and, and it's just or for almost 200 years yes, yes I have. So I think it's just she has heard of him mm-hmm. is since there, he's a professor or whatever, you know. I don't think we've ever come across it, and I'm just wondering at this point if there's a an episode coming up here as we're on the the, the down decline of the series. I just mean in the you know like mm-hmm. as we're on the downward slope here, not that the quality is going to necessarily get bad. Where he it goes from Fry to Farnsworth, like is there an explanation of the family tree at some point? It, I think they kind of briefly did in the first episode when they introduced Fry as his great, 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 whoever uncle. Okay. 
And there is an episode where they go back to um, like colonial times in the next next season, one of the upcoming seasons. So it would it would have had to have been like one of Yancey's descendants, right? No, like no. colonial times, like actual like founding of America. R- right, right, right. But but and he looks like Farnsworth, and his name is Farnsworth. It's it's he's he's a. But great, the bloodline great, great, great. of the Fries and the Farnsworths had to coordinate at some point. Right. Mm-hmm. For Fry to be his uncle. So that would have had to come down as a descendant of Yancey's. I guess Fry's so. Fry's brother. And then, okay. Not necessarily. Well, yeah, because, I mean, they, they established that Yancey has kids and it would have had to be his kids that carried on yeah. the line. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. Yancey would have been a Fry. Yeah. So at some point, so, I don't know, but boy, this yeah. this could just go in any, any number of places, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, not. I guess it could have also been, uh, maybe Farnsworth is. Oh, I don't know. Fuck it. We'll yeah, it it's, it's okay. <laughs> um, My brain hurts too hard to do that. I, no top reason. hat, no monocle, no service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I, I like what would be other, um, you know, triple type things to keep. I mean, you got no shirt, no sur- shoes, no service. What are some other things that you would prevent people from coming in to your establishment because they were lacking? Pants. No pants and no what else? I don't know. I, just, I mean, I like. I, some of this is just coming from... I, just, um, I remember maybe like 10 years ago, 10, 12 years ago, there was a guy, could have even been longer than that, it was a guy at ComFest, which is like a summer festival <laughs> in Columbus yeah. in, in the park downtown. It was was within walking distance of all of the art schools that I went to. Um, there was a guy who was protesting the no shirt, no shoes, no, no service. service thing, and he was literally walking around wearing a shirt and shoes and no pants or underwear. <laughs> so he's just Donald Duckin? Dong out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that sounds like ComFest. Yeah, well, ComFest is also a place where, like, 80% of the women are completely topless and covered in, in body paint. Yeah, so. it's, I mean, it gets real hippy-dippy a yes, lot of it. Yes, it does. Um, Com stands for community. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess the reason it's fresh in my head is... Uh, once again, spending a lot of time in airports lately, mm-hmm. I'm coming up with like a definitive list of shit that should not be. One of them, men in open-toed shoes. Oh, yeah. Yep. Any, anywhere. Maybe, maybe in the shower at, at the, the gym. At the beach. Maybe at the beach. That's about it. Anywhere else. If I see you in flip-flops, if I see you in fucking sandals, if I see you in anything that doesn't completely cover up your toes, fuck you. It's, it's just, it's nauseating. It really, I, I even get bummed out on like people who are wearing shorts on a plane because it's like just everything is filthy and gross. And if you got on your little mm-hmm. Tennessee golf shorts and then like you've got naked leg or butt hair sticking, it's just it grosses you out more than other people. You must not fly Southwest, Pete. I fly Southwest <laughs> all the time. But what I like about flying Southwest is I fly it so much, I get to pick my seat first. Uh, so yeah. I get the exit rows and I, it, you know, the riffraff can sit anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I did, I did have a woman sit next to me on my last flight 
who uh, didn't speak English and sat down in the exit row, and that was fun to watch her get resituated. When yeah, so <laughs> like, I need a verbal yes. She said, I don't understand. <laughs> oh shit! Can we just get off the ground, please? <laughs> um. Anyway, that's yeah. Ni- neither here nor there. Just just bad. Um. So the the. The land Titanic, I thought that whole thing was pretty absurd. Yes, um, it is absurd. So Mrs. Astor, uh, her husband was on the the land Titanic, which was the largest street-going vessel ever built. <laughs> so a gigantic bus. Um, but it was April 10th, 2912. So instead of 1912, 2912. So 1,000 years later. Right? 19, 12, 29, yeah, I can count. Yes. (laughs) So um, the land Titanic uh, struck a mailbox and sank into the street. (laughs) Um, 2,000 souls were lost. Which, again... They land land drowned. (laughs) They had life cars instead of lifeboats. Which, oh, just the uh, whole conceit is so silly. And they all sunk down into old New York mm-hmm. with the mutants. Uh, and so she created the, the Mr. Astor Endowment to uh, help keep mutants occupied so they stayed down <laughs> underneath the ground. But, was, but again, another, like, beautiful, you know, just wide-eyed idiocy moment from Fry. Mutants, that's the kind of thing you are. Right. And still, a uh, hundred episodes in, not realizing, like, oh yeah, mutants aren't supposed to be on the surface. I got a question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So this land Titanic mm-hmm. happened in uh, what twenty nine twelve, and then it crashes. Mm-hmm. Then later, the crew takes flight on another ship called the Titanic, that ends up crashing. Uh, from earlier on. Yeah. Earlier, earlier on. Yeah. Where Bender stole those so necklaces. So why... Yeah, that would if, be if they uh, were gonna name a flight a ship, to remember. Yeah, if they were going to name a ship the Titanic after something that crashed already, uh, why would they continue to do it? Hubris, Tom. <laughs> hubris. I feel mm-hmm. like it's a recycled joke that and it bothers me in this episode. But it wasn't called the Titanic. It was called the Land Titanic. Right. They could have so, called it the Land Lusitania. Well, the Titanic was an actual naval ship. The other Titanic was a space cruise ship. And then there was obviously the land Titanic, which is a big giant bus. So maybe they thought, we'll just keep making big things. The the Titanic was a naval ship? A ship, like on the ocean, an actual ship. Oh, I thought you meant like, I thought you meant like. (laughs) No, like. Belong to the Navy. Aquatic ship. (laughs) Okay. All right. It was actually the the RMS. It was the RMS Titanic. So it was. The Royal, Royal Majesty Root yes. Square. Yes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was 69 watts, RMS. Um, just th- that whole... So when they show their little video about the mutants, these industrious people, I guess, maintaining the pipes and the poop shoots of society. <laughs> poop shoots. <laughs> which, I mean, they literally are. Um, the uh, the then it goes off on this whole jag. So they start. They kept like leaning on Brown University, mm-hmm. like poop. Yeah, <laughs> but, but that's like, is that like the MIT writers of the show like getting in some Ivy League digs or something? 
Uh, I mean, The Simpsons, they made fun of Brown before. Yeah, I think it's just a poop joke, though. Yeah, but I think in this, it's a poop joke. I think joke, it's like 90% a poop joke. A Brown joke, like a dig at Brown in yeah. a Simpson episode. It's the, the one where Lisa is uh, doing the spelling bee and yeah. she can pick the, the Seven Sisters College of her choice mm-hmm. and a hot plate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Actually, I got to go to Rhode Island, so I'll be right by Brown in a couple weeks. Um, I'll go check it out. Maybe I can get a picture. <laughs> Watch it, out for mutants. It's, it always made me think of um, what is bad with the name of the football team in our town. Like, It's dumb. It's dumb, and I get where it's named after a person. Yeah, what other football team is named after a person? Um. And isn't there a team called the the Houston Texans too? Like, probably. <laughs> like yeah. I think that's pretty dumb. But the Browns, it's kind of like the dumbest fucking name for a sports team. Well, and just, what is our mascot? There's like a dog and like a brownie elf for some reason. Like, I just, just don't like on. that it's a euphemism for buttholes. But then again, maybe that's appropriate. And this is, I mean, like you I know, I believe actually. Um, the Redskins are named after somebody, somebody, well, it's not a somebody's last name. name. It's but not like, well, is it? This is Joe Redskin. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I mean, boy, if we get into a discussion about sports, you and I sure are going to have a lot of opinions, aren't we? <laughs> I don't know a single thing. And Tom will just be an apologist. That's yeah. okay. Oh my god. Oh my god. Shut up. It's probably coming through. I think that's lucky. Whatever. There's no reason for him to be making noise. Aww. He got fed. My favorite murder does it all the time. They yep. people <sighs> eat it up. Yeah, but that's because Karen and Georgia are cat ladies, and I'm not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a much more antagonistic relationship with those pieces. They of also stuff. point out when trains go by. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Just let it ride. They have a Steve, though. We don't have a Steve. <laughs> Tom is Steven. our Steve. All right. Oh my God. Um, so who was who the thing was it one of the rich people that's like my great uncle once saw a rat yes which is funny um <laughs> yeah I, I i watched this two weeks ago because we were supposed to record and yeah then it got i've watched it like, like every week for the last month i feel um but it's it's like they get leela really upset because they're shitting on mutants and she's a mutant but i like where she's like i might say it with my evening boot <laughs> Like, I, I love when she gets of, so of course, feisty. Mrs. Astor is aghast, and Fry says, oh, don't blame her. She's just a little ill-bred. You know how <laughs> mutants are. <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's beautiful. Again, it, it, Fry's got some good lines in this one. Um, so what what do they do? Just they, they, she, they arrest her and deport her back down to old New York? Yep, they literally just walk her outside to the street and push her down a manhole. <laughs> oh, God. And she goes to her parents' house. But it makes their hellhole feel more like a regular hole when she's there with mm-hmm. her family. Um, Drink some more of what looks like lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It just the, the, scat- the scatological humor that goes on once they get down there is pretty, pretty gross. Um, but what, So everyone just gets bummed out about it except Bender, who still wants to have this 100th delivery party, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I, I don't know. I like the whole um, back and forth with Hermes where he keeps, like, stating things, and they're like, you might be right, Hermes. And he's like, I am right. He gets so <laughs> indignant about that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But apparently, by going to Mayor Poopenmeyer and trying to get your mutant friend uh, brought back to the surface, it'll get you thrown in the, into the, the underground, too, for two weeks, which doesn't make any sense. Is it just like being an apologist is the problem? They harbored a... It's like harboring yeah, a fugitive. Harbored, yeah, they harbored a mutant. Knowingly uh, harbored a mutant. And that so by coming back to say, hey, we want to get her out, they're admitting to that crime? Yes. Yeah. That's dumb. That's... <laughs> <laughs> just those are the laws I, oh so many laws are dumb agreed yeah i wouldn't take shit from a guy named poop and wire <laughs> you'd think he'd be down there in the <laughs> yeah <laughs> it sounds like he ought to be managing a poop shoot <laughs> or some kind of sewer or something um oh god i i this oh uh there's old filthful which i like that was a fun pun um, have you ever seen Old Faithful in person? Have either you been out to like no. Yellowstone? Nope. No. I should go there before the it's all burned to the ground and sold off to oil companies. Um, and then what? Oh God! I'm sorry that I don't have the context of any of this stuff. I just like these lines. Well, they're with the chuds. What yes, was, those are the 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 men who work the West Side Pipeway. They slack off for even a second; it could explode. And then he goes, "Hey guys, this is my daughter, Leela." And then they go, "Hi." And then yeah. of course it explodes because they're not. <laughs> and then that sends them down to where the chuds then, are. Yes, they get swept <laughs> off to the chuds. Uh, oh, chuds! They chuds must be pretty resilient because they were around in our times, and now they're around in their times oh. in the future. Mm -hmm. I mean, those carnivorous human underground dwellers—you uh, got to give it to them. Um, what did Zoidberg buy for $3 at the drugstore? The umbrella that he used to float <laughs> down into the sewer when Mary everyone Poppins else fell. Mary Poppins style? Yes. <laughs> 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 uh, I, just, I love when they're talking about falling into the lake and that you could grow a camel hump or a Zoidberg face. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's so true. I, the, the way that the mutation stuff works is so goofy and weird. Like, there's no... Uh, you know, rhyme or reason to it. Because people have swum in that. They, the characters have swum in that stuff before, haven't well, the, they? The mutants are immune to the lake because they're already mutated. Yeah, they're mutated. So they, they don't mutate more. But if you're not mutated, your DNA could mutate. Who knows how? But it might not. But it might not. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of... the. Luck of the draw, I guess. Yeah. Whether or not well, you I mean, we, we see how that goes earlier, or later, I should say. Mm -hmm. But uh, when Bender's guests arrive for the, for the 100th party, hedonism about coming in. And, and just, <laughs> I, had, I was looking through my notes yesterday and corrected this because it had, uh, it had, it had auto-corrected fucked up one of the key words mm -hmm. because I trust the orgy pit has been scraped and buttered. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think it turned it, it turned it into pony pit, <laughs> which is almost as good. A pony pit sounds great. Yeah. Lots uh, of ponies. In that there. is also a line of the show that I am absolutely sick of hearing because it was like every time you tapped on hedonism bot in the game, Really? He, that's what he says pretty much every time. I still, he I'm says, still playing it, still he, without he sound. He says, room for one more, or I trust the orgy pit has been scraped and buttered, and it, that like he doesn't have that many no. uh, sound bites in the game, so it was just really fucking annoying. <laughs> that's, I, wow. I just, I still, I'm just, I'm, it's a spite game at this point. And I'm still not 
playing it anymore. I mean, Instead, it's, I'm it's... playing a game where you cook eggs different ways, and that's it. <laughs> what? <laughs> like yeah. on your phone? It's, you a, have to, like, it's, shake... a, it's a Sanrio. No, it's a Sanrio game. So it's it's cute. It's called Gudetama Tap. And are you are you killing little bats maroos? Are you no. cracking their eggs and cooking no, them? No, no, no. You're you're an egg. His, okay. his Gudetama is is his name because Tamago is egg. Okay. So he's Gudetama, and he's yeah. really shitty and lazy and passive aggressive and hilarious. Okay. And then you just make different versions of him in like recipes, and that's <sighs> literally all you do. God, that's the most Japanese thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> Great. All right, I'll I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I just I'm like. I'm so close at this point to finding out what happens next. I can't not, like, uh, it's just, it's driving me crazy, really. Um, but, they, you know, ultimately what happens is they find the land Titanic down in, in old New York. Like, mm-hmm. it just sunk down and stayed there. But when they're, like, they're walking around in the bunks, and there's just people that are dead in it and turned into bones. Like, why? Because if the, they could have just walked they away. They land drowned. Oh, God, that doesn't seem like a thing for real. But, like... Who was it that's, that's like, everyone debone a bunk and get some shut-eye? Yeah, Zoidberg. Oh, Zoidberg. Debone a bunk. Yeah. Well, then uh, I believe Amy finds a safe. Yes, with the original passenger manifest. Yes, and uh, gemerald, a, di- a huge gemerald ring that has an inscription to Mrs. Astor from Mr. Astor, it's dictated but qu- not read. quantum force gemerald. Yes. Which seems like some sort of tesseract stone or something, some infinity... Well, they business. stick it on a plunger and use it like, uh, <laughs> like a wizard staff. Like yeah, it's, no, it's awesome. I want one. It's like the Tesseract. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What's uh, it has something in scribbled on it? On the uh, is it on the the stone or is that the the is that the thing to Mrs. Astor? What's in scribbled on it? It. it I what? think that's what it is. It's yeah. It's a. It's a. It's to Mrs. Astor from gotcha. Mr. Astor, dictated but not read, and it was in scribbled. <laughs> Uh, but I, I want to go back quickly, and I, I, there's a line in here when they first see the the land Titanic. Zoidberg says, maybe we can plot in that giant cockle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, he's so good. He really is. Uh, I I was thinking about this some more. Toilet clams. Mm-hmm. Leva <laughs> doesn't finish hers. Now, that could be interpreted a number of ways. I mean, I don't want to eat anything that has been grown in a used toilet that hasn't been, like, sterilized and baked and reglazed and whatever. Mm -hmm. But what if you turned, like, you know, a toilet into some sort of a coral reef and grew, like... Uh, My babysitter, when I was a kid, made her old toilet a planter in her front yard. Not surprising. (laughs) That's 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 about you. I'm as surprised about that as I was about the response to your Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) If we're we're just going to be out in the open about that, that sounds about that's 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 on brand. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Is that what what was growing in it? Flowers. What kind of flowers? Just like regular, like redneck like, front yard like, flowers, like just like, like those little flat gladiolas and, y- yeah. and pansies, the and little things that you buy for two dollars at Home Depot. Right. Buy like the marigolds chunk. Not even as nice. Like those little what are those flat things called? I don't. I the don't flat know. flowers that literally everyone on your street has hanging up on their porch. Oh, I, I'll go look later. They're uh, just uh, like the little. Everyone's got them. They're cheap as fuck. They're colorful. Like, yeah, very colorful. Yeah. Every color you can get. Peonies? Them in. Are no, they peonies? those are huge. Those are like uh, big, giant, fluffy, round flowers that I are. Think they might be gladiolas. 
maybe. I don't, I know. don't know. I don't know. Um, That's what they were. But, uh, you know, so, like, if you turned a toilet into some sort of a, like, a chia pet to grow produce on or mm-hmm. to grow, like, you know, shellfish or something on, I don't know that I'd be opposed to that. So I'm guessing that's it was like upcycling and it was funny. Like it was hilarious. She also had a Barbie doll head on her car antenna. Yeah. So (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I haven't met your old babysitter, but a full grown adult who had a son who was like a teenager and another son that was my age. Yeah. She went to high school with my dad. So she was like, no, I, I, I haven't this wasn't met your like old babysitter, teenage... but I've met your your old babysitter. But what yeah, what I'm saying is this is not like it's some teenage girl who was putting Barbie heads on her car. This was this like a, a grown fully ass lady. grown ass yeah, grown ass <laughs> lady with a Barbie head on her car antenna. Is she single? Uh no, she's actually remarried. But oh. um she emptied they got a new toilet in their house. She put the old toilet on the front yard. They were gonna get rid of it and she was like, you know what? I think this is hilarious. I'm gonna embrace that we live in a <laughs> shitty neighborhood. And then she put a bunch of dirt in the the bowl and a bunch of dirt in the, the top and then she planted flowers like up in the, the tank and in the bowl. You know what the next level shit would have been she put though? it right in the middle of her garden and then grew other shit around it and then it was just like the toilet in the middle of the garden. If you could rig the upper tank as an irrigation device for the flowers in the lower Maybe. bowl, that, that would, would be, work. oh, God. Probably when you watered the upper level, it would also water the lower. Kinda, yeah. yeah, it'd sink down. Oh, shit, that's brilliant. Um, yeah, that, okay, so then this is where he says, have some more what looks like lemonade. Mm-hmm. But when they go back up to the uh, the party, La Barbara's dancing with Barbados Slim. Mm-hmm. It's the worst. She Hermes treats has Hermes been, so <laughs> shitty. He's been underground for like a day, and she's yeah. already with Barbados Slim. Yeah, but whatever. Bender has like his moment of clarity and kicks everyone out, and uh, that's is it. It's it's hedonism bot where he says, "I said scram, grapey, right?" Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah, poor Bender. But uh, so Fry was just mutating himself to make him endeared to Leela. Like he wants just- to understand why she is upset about the conditions. He wants to understand the plight of the mutants. So he. He jumps right into Lake Mutagenic. Yeah. And uh, he tries to scream, but he barfs. Uh, Leela sees <laughs> yeah. him and tries to scream. I tried to scream, but I barfed. And then everyone else also tries to scream and barfs after they see uh, Fry. Because he's just a big mukball. Yeah. Just a big mukball. It's kind of gross. He's got it tentacles coming gross. out of him and weird, weird spots. Eyes he's and... got three eyes. Yeah. Um, But then they. they they go to a concert for mutant rights at Brown University mm-hmm. where Devo is. Yeah, real Devo. It was well, just Mark Mothersbaugh. But it was it was Devo. Yeah. Yeah. It and wasn't the, like future cover band. No. Devo. No, 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 no. It mutated was mutated Mark Mothersbaugh, who is 40% potato. <laughs> Play Whip It. No. <laughs> Play the other one. <laughs> Which was, <laughs> I love that. And they were just announced as a potential Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee today. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be weird. A little behind the scenes to when we're recording this. Yeah. Figure it out. There would have been a news story buried in your feed somewhere. They had uh, the We Shall Undercome banners. Mm-hmm. It's just, it just like I, the whole mutant resistance seemed very, very strange. Um, and I get it. I mean, maybe, again, more relevant today than it was back when this happened. Possibly. But I see. Would that be... Would that be an effective strategy? Like, if you could reroute all the plumbing in Trump Tower 
to just shoot upwards and back out of all the toilets and everything? Like, what would the outcome of that be? Um, probably a lot of angry rich people and probably like 20, uh, half cocked, uh, tweets from a mentally ill old person who is our president. Yeah. And, uh, then nothing would happen. Yeah. It would and probably just be that somebody like, else would have a sex scandal and it would just not be news. It would be a bunch of poor people that have to clean up the shit for the rich people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's oh, that's garbage. Just not not fun at all. Um, but the uh, so but they Bender is the one that bends the West Side Pipeway to make it go mm-hmm. up. But the, <laughs> it's a perfectly timed appearance from Sal. <laughs> <laughs> with with a beautiful line and perfect sell. <laughs> so, yucks, I picked the wrong day to wear my new Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, is terrifying to think that there are still Crocs in the year I think 30, they, they're probably the same ones. Why, why would they? Oh, they fall apart. Do they? They biodegrade. They, well, I don't know about biodegrade, but they, they turn to weird foam pieces like, really like how memory foam mattress pads after a while kind of turn to dust like they lose their they just, elasticity uh, and, and they disintegrate yeah i didn't know i've never had a pair of crocs i haven't either i've I, just seen my uh my roommate has a pair that is like his going out to smoke a cigarette crocs <laughs> oh god <laughs> let him know my They're feelings on open-toed shoes <laughs> Technically not open-toed. They're, they're, Do they have ventilation? They, they've got holes. They're ventilated. Yeah. You, can you see his weird toes through them? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Never really looked at his feet. Haven't yeah. seen him in like I, two months, so, you know. The roommate or his feet? Him. Okay. <laughs> he hasn't, uh, he's, <laughs> he's been home, but not when I was home, and I literally have not seen him in two months now. <laughs> he just walks around like dwarf. <laughs> no, he, he comes home when I'm at work like once a week, maybe once every other week. Leaves me rent money and goes back to his girlfriend's house, I guess. There you go. <laughs> you're, you're, you're just a storage locker. Hey. Perfect. Um, and the, so the mutants just attacked the surface with their ICBM missiles mm-hmm. coming at them. That was I love that kind of pun. Because you see BMs. Because poop. Right. My mom was a nurse, and that's what she always used to call it. That's what my BM. grandma calls it. It's a BM. It's a BM. Oh, um, but the, the, then it turns into like a weird Moses allegory with Fry splitting the sewage with the Gemerald. Yeah. Um, well, after all of the, the waste comes up in a new New York, uh, Mayor Poopenmeyer and Mrs. Astor put it, they pump it into Madison Cube Garden. Ugh. And uh, that's it. Once it explodes, that's why when Fry comes up from the sewer, he has to. There, everybody's about to get like tsunamied with <laughs> shit water, human waste. Uh, it's it's gonna be us in twelve years. We're just gonna get <laughs> killed. Um, yeah, I don't. I just yeah. So uh, Fry comes up and gives Mrs. Astor the Gemerald. And she said, oh, I've got a chandelier made out of these in my car. <laughs> uh, and he says, no, this is not what I wanted to show you. And then uh, up comes Leela's grandmother, which, okay, I have some questions about the timeline on this. Yes. Uh, but, you know, 
leaving that alone <laughs> for now. Uh, Leela's grandmother was uh, what they called a drain angel when she was a little girl, <laughs> and she was on board the land Titanic, uh, sweeping out the drains for some reason on a bus. Uh, so when, full of hair when the ship, yeah, when the ship started going down, her mother grabbed her and they went to the nearest life car, but they were all full. Then Mrs. Mr. Astor saw little Leela's grandmother as a child <laughs> and he tapped tap. her, <laughs> gently tapped her in the face with his cane and, uh, gave his seat up to Leela's, uh, grandmother and her mother. And that's, that's why, uh, Mr. Astor died and, uh, Leela's grandmother survived to raise a child of her own and then Leela in turn. So mm. this really, well, Leela asks why she's never heard that story before and Munda says, my mother's nuts. <laughs> so who knows if that's really true, but uh, Mrs. Astor is moved and uh, she decides that uh, the mutants can have their freedom and can come up to the surface and she demands to Mayor Randall Poopenmeyer <laughs> that let's create these mutants their freedom. And he just says, okay. Yeah. And then that's it. All he had to do the whole entire time was decide that it's fine. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and there it goes. So then we've got a, a funny Devo joke about mutated Mark Mothersbaugh being 40% potato. <laughs> uh, and then in a shocking twist, Leela decides she's going to kiss Fry for getting everyone their freedom, and then, lo and behold, Fry has not mutated. He has simply stepped into the mouth of mutated Mister Aster, who has, did not die and is still alive. And In uh, his mutated form. And hooray, a happy ending for, for the, the rich, rich people. people. That, that's a Zoidberg <laughs> too, right? Zoidberg. So that answered another one of my questions because Mister Aster has been in the fucking game for like eight mm -hmm. months that I've been playing it. Yeah. I had no idea who he was. So I got Mr. Astor like, oh. when I was still playing it. Yeah. He's, he's just, uh, that's fine. Uh, I mean, I, ne I never made it there. Oh my God. It's, it's just, I'm running out of shit to buy at this point. Like it's just, <sighs> I hate video games. <laughs> it's just, it's too much. I just like a different type of video game. Um, I just, I, yeah, like cooking eggs. Mm -hmm with weird Japanese stuff. I've been playing a game where you just draw lines to help water get into a cup. I've done that one. Ah. Yeah, it's very meditative. Mm -hmm. It looks like lemonade. Um, I did make a note, and I don't remember what it was, but I have uh, Bender has a weird dancing sequence at the end. Oh, yeah. So everybody's happy. They go back to Planet Express, and they're asking Bender how the party went for the 100th delivery. And he was like, oh, it's the, it was the best party ever. I'm partied out. You know, all that <laughs> stuff that Bender would say. Yeah. Um, then Fry's like, dang, we missed it. And he goes, well, we could have a party right now. Like Bender feels bad that all of his friends <laughs> missed out. And uh, so they have a party where they all listen to Dave D, Dozy, Beaky, Mick, and Titch bend it, which is if you are not aware of the same band that did uh, Hold Tight, from Quentin Tarantino's Death Proof. Dave D. Dozy Beaky McIntitch. Wait, that's a band name? Mm hmm S Say it slowly. Dave. Yeah. D. Yeah. Dozy. Yeah. Beaky. Yeah. Mick. Yeah. And Titch. 
That's like a Fiona, it's like it's like a '60s British invasion band. Like that's like a Fiona album, Fiona Apple album title. Uh, like that's just too much it's too many <laughs> too many words. It's very British. I'll give I'll give it that. Mm-hmm. Um, was it D E E or just D? Dave D E E Dozy D O Z Y Beaky. How you would think it would be spelled? It's big big nose. Got it. Mick Normal and Titch T I C H. Uh-huh. Bend it is great. Uh, hold tight is great if you like, like cool, uh, poppy '60s mod type British music. They're good. I, you know what? You're right. It's not like a Fiona Apple album title. It's like a late '90s, early 2000s emo band name. No, those have uh, like. I mean, those are like those are like sentences. Them. What are there commas in that one? Because there's like six commas in that name. That's a lot yeah, of punctuation. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just their names. Right. Their band name is just their names. That's uh, Dave D, Dozy, Beaky, Mick, and Titch. That's a striking lack and of I'm imagination. And I'm not, you can vouch that I am not reading that off of my iPod. Because no. I really like Dave D, Dozy, Beaky, Mick, and Titch. <laughs> which, is, which is fine. Like that's, I first of all, I had no idea that that was a real song. So mm-hmm. I, again... You know, you you did the due diligence. I I have no reason to disbelieve you. I'm just I'm really dumbfounded by just the whole. It was only there because it was bend it, bend it, yeah. just a little bit and take. Yeah, so it's just because it's oh, a joke on bending. I think I know that song. Mm-hmm. Okay, that, that reached number one hundred and ten in the U.S. charts. Hmm. Huh. Number two in the UK. Well, yeah. Typical. They can appreciate things over there. And in Austria. Wow. Uh, it's nice to actually get to do a recording. It's been a while since we've done it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and apparently mm-hmm. going to be a while until we do it again. So sorry about that, folks. But we'll, we'll get another episode out uh, as soon as we can. Uh, do we have anything going on to talk about? Uh, by the time this airs, I will have done an episode of Trend Kill Radio with pre- previous guest Sean Ryan. Uh, it came out, uh, yesterday, so three weeks ago now. Okay. <laughs> so if you want to go hear me talk about Dave Grohl. Was this uh, a, was this a new episode? Because you had done one it in It is past, a right? new episode. Okay. I did another episode. It's just me and Sean. Uh, we talk about Dave Grohl. We talk about um, Johnny Rotten. I go off on a tangent about punk rock. And uh, it's fun. Interesting. Uh, oh, positive or negative about Dave Grohl? It was a story about how he drinks before he goes on stage. Okay. Which is a lot more than you would think. Interesting. Uh, basically drinks an entire bottle of Jaeger to himself plus like four Coors Lights. That seems excessive. <laughs> and he takes a lot of Advil. I, yeah, I bet. At the, yeah, so for check the, it out. For you the can, inflammation. Yeah, you can hear my opinion on Dave Grohl's drinking goals. I'll, uh, I will. Um, I won't. I don't oh. care about your opinion on Dave Grohl. Uh, was, was it, what uh, about my opinion was, on Johnny you, Rotten's you, opinion on Green Day? Were you fat <laughs> shaming Johnny just, Rotten? No. I did make fun of his butter commercial, though. <laughs> oh, I didn't know he did a butter commercial. Yeah, he did. But uh, that's just been in the news lately because he's he's enormous now. Uh, and I also, we were talking, I think, uh, 
Public Image uh, Limited might be putting something, putting out a new album soon. Yeah, I or? think it's either new or like a retrospective yeah. or something. He's, I mean, that's why he's in the press cycle yeah. right now. There's some new that's material. That's why they're coming. asking him what he thinks about Green Day, even though neither one of them are relevant anymore. But. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's good. <laughs> um, oh, um, my band, Restless Habs, will be playing with Iron Sheik in uh, November 9th in Cleveland. Um, they are as as previously stated, probably on here and definitely on our Twitter feed, the best band with Futurama reference titles out there today. Um, they're pretty great all around. Nice guys, too. They're great. So if you're in Cleveland uh, November 9th, now that's class. Uh, it'll be a fantastic show. Um, we can be found at slurmcast.com. We've got all of our episodes there, the 95 that cover 100 episodes of the show somehow, <laughs> plus some other ones stuffed in there with other great information. Um, it has a link to our tea public shop where you can buy t-shirts we have curated. <laughs> uh, but if you buy them, they're using that link. We'll get a little bit of money kicked back to mm -hmm. us, which is a good thing because it, it does cost a little bit of money to keep this out there for you to download things off of our website. Uh, you can email us at slurmcastpod at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at slurmcastpod. We are on Facebook. Uh, I think just facebook.com slash slurmcast. You can call, text, multimedia message us at 216-438-1077. And you can go into iTunes and rate and review us, which is always nice. I haven't looked recently. Has anybody else come back with some nasty things or nice things to say about us? I haven't looked recently. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing since the last time I checked, which was like a month ago. Which was nice. Somebody was really Yeah, nice. somebody gave us a very nice, positive, constructive review. Yes, and we appreciate we that. We thank you for that Some very more much. of those would be fantastic. So uh, with that, we will be back in your ears soon. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.